Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 54 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Not Yet Ready, because if you can't tell from the title of the episode, I'm still playing stuff that I'm trying to do a big deep dive review on, and since I have a day job and I'm trying to be healthy and get out there and walk and do stuff, I'm not yet ready to kind of give a full review of the games I've been playing yet. But uh, before I get into the show, let me just get the uh, clerical stuff out of the way. If you want to reach me, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. You can go there, drop me an email. I'll read it over the show if you want me to read it. If not, I won't. Um, You can also go to www.gamingwithgrief.com. This episode will hit Monday at 7 a.m. You can leave a comment below that. Let me know what you think. And you can also find me at... Uh, on iTunes at Gaming with Grief uh, podcast with Joseph Carlson. Go there, like, subscribe, tell me what you think of the show. I'm episode 54, so I'm just over a little, I'm a little over a year into this, and uh, I'm just by myself. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's what I'm doing. Uh, so, let me see. So, this episode is called Not Yet Ready uh, because I've been deep into playing a game that I don't really want to get into, but it's a very long game. I want to finish it. I'm trying to do a lot of the side missions now because I find it actually pretty rewarding and I kind of want to give a whole picture of the game. So, again, I don't want to get into it um, until I'm completely finished playing it. So, this episode actually might be a little bit shorter. Uh, because I've just been focusing on that, trying to get it done and ready for a review. Um, So I hope, uh, by starting this, I'll say I hope everybody is healthy and safe, uh, along with uh, COVID-19. Practice social distancing, wash your hands, uh, wear a mask if you have to go to the store. I believe health experts, when they say it's serious, it's a big deal. Please uh, follow your local uh, mayor or governor when it comes to reopening or what you can do or can't do, what you, uh, where you can go, you know, but still go on walks, uh, try, to stay in touch with, <clears throat> excuse me, try, and ta- uh, try and stay in touch with your family, uh, go for walks when you can to keep yourself sane, uh, you know, just try to do what you can uh, in this trying time. Uh, If you're involved in the riots, unfortunately, I'm seeing the news. There's a lot of riots going on, especially I'm in the state of Washington. There was some riots uh, because of George Floyd, who passed away or actually was killed, uh, is now uh, allegedly killed by an officer, I believe, in New York City. Uh, You know, anyway, if you're involved in one of the riots around the country uh, that is involved uh, with that, please uh, be safe. Uh, whether you're law enforcement, be safe. Whether you're a citizen, be safe. Uh, you know, this is an insane time uh, to be alive. There's an actual national pandemic going on with the disease, COVID-19, and now we have riots. So it's pretty crazy. Um, I'm not going to get political. I'm just going to tell everybody out there to be safe, whether you're a police officer or you're participating in the peaceful protests, which actually have been shown on the news. There is in different cities. Uh, In my city, I'm not going to say where I am in Washington State, there was peaceful protests. In Seattle, there was not. There was burned cars. Uh, Many businesses were vandalized. In places like Flint, Michigan, or at least Michigan, I saw the police chief take his helmet off and march with the protesters, which is amazing. I think in New Jersey, I heard there was peaceful protests. 
but in um, other parts of the country, in uh, parts of New York, um, I've seen video of officers uh, driving over pedestrians' cars, like driving through basically uh, public gatherings. Anyway, it's a crazy time. Uh, whichever side of the political aisle you stay, you believe yourself on, stay safe. Uh, so let's get on to games. So I just want to start this episode again by saying I'm not really ready. The game I'm playing is very big, very <clears throat> all-encompassing. I have a day job. Um, I'm trying to eat healthier and be healthy, so I've actually got out, uh, went for some walks. We did some social distancing uh, kind of visits with some family Friday night, which was really nice to just sit six feet away uh, around a fire talk to some family it was a good feeling i know a lot of people out there can't do that please call your family if you can like i said earlier in the show it's important uh yeah i don't know i don't say it's an insane time uh, to just look at the news and i understand if you want to unplug from the news if you don't want to read it if it's too much you could be suffering from um well just fatigue from all of it and you don't want to look at it anymore uh, you know, maybe your family members are suffering from something. Maybe you're suffering from some mental illness, and you just can't deal with it anymore. And I understand that. Um, but what I'm going to do is talk about something completely different, uh, which is games and kind of around games. Last week I talked a lot about cosmic horror, and I'm still kind of on a cosmic horror kick. I can't. Uh, strangely enough, uh, if you know anything about cosmic horror, kind of, I think I described it last week. Um, I may try to do a better job later, but um, it's still in my mind, ironically, for Cosmic Horror. You know, something that is something that is beyond definition and um, that I'm finding difficult uh, to define and beyond definition uh, is still on my mind. I'm dreaming about it. I read more HP Lovecraft. Um, I played more Cosmic Horror games. That's one of the games that I'm going to review hopefully next week if I get done with it. Uh, but long story short, it's still on my mind. You know, this idea of a horror that is beyond your control, uh, beyond your comprehension. I've looked at some YouTube videos, some literary authors, some reviewers of literary works, which you can say what you want for YouTube, but there's a lot of reputable people out there giving people recommendations, uh, deciding what they should read or giving them recommendations on what to read. Uh, I think it's great. I recommend Daniel Green on YouTube. He's kind of a good source of uh, recommendations. He also did a video on Cosmic Horror that I saw. Um, and lately, uh, I've just been reading a lot about H.P. Lovecraft, watching biographies about him. Again, I think I talked about last week, there's new authors to come out of H.P. Lovecraft that have kind of taken his work to kind of a new um, level. Uh, I might have mentioned it last week, but I think early on it was easy enough to say that something is incomprehensible and uh, mind-boggling. But I think nowadays we need something that is... uh, Anyway, our minds have kind of grown from that early interpretation of cosmic horror. And I think... um, I think I've also been researching, this is kind of a rant, but I've also been researching fantasy and science fiction. And what I found from like Stephen King, I've seen interviews, I've done like a YouTube deep dive, as much as you could do on YouTube. And a lot of the authors and people that are writing science fiction and creating science fiction games, 
uh, have kind of said either um, kind of uh, out loud, like Alex Garland, who wrote Annihilation, he wrote uh, Ex Machina, he's written Judge Dredd, that, you know, he said early on he was writing stories and he had to somehow insert uh like themes into those stories or ideas into those stories and they had to be very they had to be based in reality of course i'm paraphrasing from the interviews i saw but basically said science fiction and fantasy was a great way to tell a story without having to have the pretense of inserting something meaning you can just say what you want to say and uh you know come up with the themes that you want to come up with without having a pretense for anything else even though science fiction is filled with amazing things, you kind of have the pretense that, okay, this is already a fantasy. I don't need to pretend that I'm uh, you know, making an issue. And I think uh, that's basically what a lot of his works did. And I think what science fiction does very well is, or any kind of like horror story, any kind of genre fiction does really well, is taking you know, a basic premise and just telling you you know, this is messed up, but really exploring like the human condition. Again, I recommended Daniel Green on Facebook or on uh, YouTube. He recommends a couple books that talk about different themes in war or, uh, you know, J.R. Tolkien, who said that his books, uh, he didn't like analogy. You know, he liked to kind of shoot straight uh, in his introduction to the Lord of the Rings, which is strange because a lot of the Lord of the Rings has to do with ideas of machination. Uh, and kind of this kind of new mechanical age. Uh, and, you know, Tolkien served in World War One, and he kind of saw the Industrial Re- Revolution come to be. And, uh, you know, it's kind of strange for him to say, like, oh, there's no allegory in my work. It's just straight work about a fantasy ring and a bunch of people trying to destroy it. But I think now when you look back on it, you see that, uh, you know, it's probably the most well-known fantasy work of all. There's a lot of themes about friendship and things like that that are very important, uh, but also bring up a lot of good things about just humanity and the idea that um, even though, uh, you know, you may call it fantasy, you may call it horror, great writers can take those genres and talk about themes that we all care about, like friendship, honor, uh, war, um, anything really that we all think is important. And I think that is kind of being lost in uh, a lot of work. Uh, again, uh, there's a lot of YouTube videos out there. I saw some mocking cosmic horror. For me, it's not so much the amazement of cosmic horror nowadays. The idea that, oh, this thing from outer space is amazing and there's no way we can describe it. I think... Uh, It's not even, you know, I've seen a lot of people uh, kind of talk about the idea that cosmic horror is about uh, how insignificant man is and how the cosmos is so big and that Earth is nothing. It is a grain of sand in the endless planets that are in the galaxy, hence the other galaxies, uh, that we are nothing. And I think, um, for me, I'm not religious, so I don't find that really shocking. Uh, you know, that I am a grain of sand in a vast ocean of other grains of sand, if that makes sense. I don't find it very strange. Um, you know, for me, it's uh, it's almost like when you, you learn a new piece of information or, you know, if, a, if an elder god was to come to me and tell me 
that I was a you know worthless grain of sand uh, in a in, in a beach of a universe, you know, um, I would just say and uh, the idea that we are nothing uh, doesn't scare me, um, you know, and just fighting kind of an uh, an apocalyptic being that doesn't bother me you know the idea like you can't kill everything you know um and i think i don't know reading more cosmic horror and watching youtube videos and trying to get more and more kind of indoctrinated into like a cosmic horror uh i don't think that's the part that's so amazing i think when it started like i said earlier the thing that that made it uh, a cosmic horror start and made it so amazing was like this whole otherness you know these new ideas of uh, kind of otherworldliness kind of blew people's mind. You know, we are, we are nothing. Uh, you, know, the, you know, the universe is vast. The galaxy is vast. We're just, you know, a speck of dust in a million specks of dust. Uh, to me, now looking at 2020, looking at that, that's to me, is not the amazing part. The amazing part is what you do with that information and what that information does to kind of an elder god you know if these if these are gods and they come to us and like a lot of hp lovecraft stories they want to be worshipped or um you know revered uh what does it do when the people that want to review you don't want to revere you anymore you know like and then again i think i talked about uh last week if your perception of the events is had been widened or broadened or like i said um and your insight has been expanded upon and you don't see the world really for uh, a one-to-one you can see these elder gods or see these possibilities um you know what do you do with that information you know and like how does that come into being you know how does that come into worshiping an elder god or do you worship an elder god and how does that god react to you not worshiping him or not caring about him in the way that he wants to be cared about um yeah, this week may not be that uh, much about games. I apologize. I mostly talk about games. But this is like a big thing where I've been reading uh, this stuff and really grappling with these questions of like, where does Cosmic Horror fit into nowadays? Uh, look, I think I mentioned last week, there's a group of authors that were recommended me. Uh, there's some people on YouTube that I've been watching that have recommended other authors. Um, I've been reading uh, just more HP Lovecraft, but I definitely want to dig into these other... Uh, authors and see their takes on cosmic horror and what it means uh, because I think that uh, it's fascinating how that stuff gets redefined uh, you know through time and what that means so I think uh, this next week that's what I'm going to do I'm going to read more I'm obviously going to play more there's another, like I said, there's a game I'm trying to finish. It's a big, massive game. I'm trying to do a lot of the side content just because I want to speak about it and what it means, I think, from a story perspective in the game. Uh, I kind of went down a rabbit hole, but I think it's kind of important. So hopefully next week I'll have a better take on uh, you know what's going on with this game I'm trying to play. Uh, again, I have a day job and things like that. Uh, but I'll be able to give you a proper review. It may be so long that I break into into um, several episodes just to kind of break out the issues and talk about how important it is and stuff like that. Um, but I think it's going to be a short episode this week, but I think that's kind of where I'm going to stop. Again, this episode will hit 
uh, Monday morning at 7 a.m. and my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com. Go there, leave a comment, let me th- know what you think of the show. Uh, you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. You can let me know what you think of the show there. Drop me a line. I'll read it over the air. Uh, let me know what I can improve, uh, what you like, what you don't like. I'll read it on the air, like I said, or I won't if you don't want me to. Or uh, you can go to iTunes, find me there at uh, Gaming with Grief Podcast with Joseph Carlson. Uh, write, uh, you know, rate, subscribe, like. Again, let me know what you think. Maybe you don't like it, maybe you do. Uh, yeah, anyway, I think that's it for this week, guys. A little short episode, but I'm going to try to get a lot of stuff out uh, next week. Uh, be happy, be safe out there with the riots going on. I hope you're safe in the city you're in with COVID. Uh, you know, follow your local health administration. Uh, if you have to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you want to wash your hands, wash your hands. Uh, if you're working, be safe. I know you're probably around a lot of people. If you're not, uh, try to get a hobby, stay home. Uh, you know, just be nice to people around you. It's a rough time, guys, uh, and gals out there and everybody in between. Just uh, be nice to everybody. Uh, be safe, and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.